All right. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the Lure Lab, a part of the Serious Angler Network. This is episode 70, and we're coming at you with some juice today with uh, Ryan Lockneat, and we're going to break down a 110 modification that he did to uh, catapult himself and his partner, college partner, up to a second place finish at the Lake Tahoe Natty for MLF. But before we get him on here, uh, I just want to say we got some sweet new swag in from X2 Power, best batteries in the business. I mean, you can't speak any more volume about them. The last two years i've ran them exclusively in my boat since we have partnered with x2 and i think i have put over probably 2500 working hours to 2500 to 3000 working hours on my 31 size uh, agm batteries the blue tops and i couldn't be any more happy with those batteries and if you do want to check them out, head over to the Serious Angler page. There's all kinds of codes to go over to the website and check those out. Just wanted to throw that plug in there. The apparel that they came out with is really sweet. But today we are talking jerk baits, not about batteries. And let's get Ryan Lockneat on here. We're going to break down his 110 setup and why he did it. Hey, Ryan, how's it going, man? What's up? It's going pretty good. How are you? Good, good. So I know we tried to coordinate this basically since like right after the natty. And yeah, now that we have time and a couple big finishes for you to start the year. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, Tahoe, Tahoe was really fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just got back from Gunnersville a couple of days ago and I caught most of them on the jerkbait there too. So <laughs> the same was, jerkbait, right? Yeah. Same jerkbait. Oh man, that's so cool. So, I mean, I I guess that's like the show, right? Like we're talking about the Mega Bass Vision 110 plus one and yeah. the whole modification that you did here and kind of dive into the mod and why you chose to go the route that you did. So the, I guess it was like a month before I went down there and I went pre-practicing and I Hooked a couple, like, three, four-pounders, and I lost one of them. And, you know, there's, like, stock hooks on them. You know how yeah. tiny they are. I mean, they're they're The Kaswachi so hooks or whatever they are. Yeah, they're yeah. so tiny. Because this, I was throwing the uh, the Junior, and the Junior has, like, oh, they're probably, like, size eight hooks on them. I believe they are, yeah. Yeah, so they're really small. And, you know, I went down there. The first day I was there, I caught, like, almost 25 pounds. And I, I don't know, I pulled off a couple of them and I was just like, this is stupid. I'm going to put bigger hooks on it. And, you know, that day I wasn't really, wasn't super worried about having a couple follow it and not eat it because pre-practice. I was just kind of having fun. And I cut like close to 25 pounds and I went back to it. Just, you know, back to Toho a month later and I was throwing the same jerk bait. <clears throat> and I mean, it was sinking a little bit because I put the bigger hooks on it and they they got a little more pressure because you know there's 200 boats on Toho and Toho's not a big lake and no. everybody's throwing a jerk bait. So <laughs> the forward facing were, sonar craze, right? Like yeah, exactly. everyone's gonna have hurt next one day. Yeah, especially in college. I mean, everybody does it in college. So I was, I think it was after the first day of practice. I was in the hotel room and I was like, we were just talking about stuff and. I was like, yeah, I put the bigger the bigger hooks on it because, you know, I didn't want to pull off any, and it sinks a little bit. And my buddy Drew Gill, he was like, well, just, like, make it not sink. And I was like, how am I going to do that? And he's like, well, let's just put some put some of that cup over there on it. And I was like, that's stupid. And I thought about it. I was like, 
maybe it's not stupid. Let's try it. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's not like they look at the top of the jerk bait. I mean, every time a fish comes up to it, I mean, it's just sitting like this and they're like, they're right under it. So they're not going to look at the top of it anyway. Right. So it really doesn't matter. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. And I went out like the, the next day, had just made one of them and I caught like four or five on it. And I just had a bunch of them follow it and I took it away from them. And I was like, huh, this works pretty good. So, <laughs> so basically what I had done is I, I got the jerk bait, right? And I got the styrofoam on top. And then I got two size fours on it. And then a size, I think it's just a six. Is that the plus one junior with the yeah, size? Yeah, it's the plus one junior. Oh, those are big hooks for that junior. That's sweet. yeah, they're they're pretty big. <laughs> and but I mean, every ahead. fish I was casting, I was like four pounds, so yeah, I didn't that, really want those tiny hooks. And the fours don't mess up the action at all, right? No, like, they don't. They don't mess up the action. It's just, I mean, other than it's sinking. Yeah, I mean that messed it up. So you know, the styrofoam kind of just basically just counteracted it. So have you messed around with like putting a larger piece of styrofoam on or smaller to see how that affects it? I have. So basically what I would do is I'd put a big piece on it and then we just put it in the sink in the hotel room and then we just cut it to like a perfect, perfect size where it just like sat there. I mean, just sunk like the slightest bit ever. That's awesome. How many, um, now how many plus one juniors have a styrofoam strip on the top or is it just the one still? Uh, probably three or four. I mean, I haven't, I haven't done it to a bunch of them in there. And is I just got a, a color or them, so I'm going to I'm going to do a bunch of them here shortly. <laughs> Don't so. blame you at all. I I almost want to try it for smallmouth. That that's so cool. Yeah. So Oh, we definitely work up there. So what hooks? I know I know you said there's size 4 hooks, right? But like what yeah. brand hook? Are they it looks like it's an extra wide gap hook. So Yeah, so these are um I think these are. I don't even know. I think they're their owners. But the I had another one that I was using, and I had a the G finesse on it. Yeah, good. Hook. And those those were my favorite. Those from what I've just messed with, those were my favorite for for what I was doing. Just a four size four or five. Yeah, G finesse was the best, and then just whatever feather treble I could find. So you'd have like two front hooks would be size five G finesse, and then it could be yep. just like a standard round bend Gamagatsu trailer hook. Yep. Now, what was the purpose of the feather? Like, is it just like an extra just, visual effect, or? Yeah, I think it just gets an, a couple extra bites. Not a lot, but like, I mean, a lot of this fish I'd work a long time. Like, I had one. I mean, I I didn't catch this one. It was like an eight or nine pounder the first day, and I had it. It was blowing pretty good, and I was just drifting back at, like, half mile an hour. And, I mean, he followed my jerkbait for, like, probably 300 yards, huh. like, on the same cast. Like, I just sat there, and I would just, like, twitch it, like, the slightest little bit. And I, we, I'd drift, and he'd come up on it and twitch it. I mean, it was stupid. And But, like, a lot of those fish, I'd, I would work, like, 30 or 40 feet, and then they finally eat it. Oh, talk about being patient. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was kind of brutal, but it was fun. Yeah, but if you're getting the right bites, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, especially, head. especially when I was like in a really good area. So I mean, I was I didn't go for more than five minutes without seeing one. Hmm. Yeah, 
uh, Toho just has a ton of fish in it. So yeah, that kind of helps out it as does. well. So um, is there a specific type of braid you use to tie to the base of the bait to the treble hook? Or do you just grab whatever braid you had in the boat and I just, went to town? Yeah, I just grabbed whatever I could find. I think it was like 50-pound braid. And then I I just bought a spool of it the other day just to have just for that and just put it in the box. It's a lot of braid to tie hooks on to jerk baits. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never use all the spool for it, but <laughs> oh, man. it's kind of fun. Is there a specific knot you tie or like maybe even walk it through real fast how you were to tie it on there for everyone who's tuned in here watching? So is there a specific I don't know what the what the knot's called, but basically what you do is you double it over and you run it through the little like eyelet of the lure and then you put the you put the hook on it and then you take it and you like double it over and then you put the line through the, the two loops. Like you put them together and you put line through the two loops and then you tighten it up and you do a like a double overhand knot. Okay. Tighten it up to like the size you want and then do it again and you like lock it down. So then it doesn't move. Yeah. And hopefully they all turn out to be the same length. Yeah, I mean you you can kind of mess like kind of like finesse them to the right size. So it's kind of kind of difficult to get them to the same size. Sometimes you know cut it off and just try again. But yeah, oh, it's great. Now I've seen people do like the split ring to the braid to a hook or yeah. braid to split ring to hook. Do you think it's better just to go from the jerk bait to the hook? based on your experience because you are taking weight away when you do that right by adding the yeah. bigger hook to it so you're able to slow down the rate of fall yeah so i mean my main thing was just not to have the extra weight so it's not but, sinking like a rock yeah i mean i was i had one and i mean i don't know if i still have this one if i lost or not but i had one with two braid split rings and then the front one was just like a normal split ring because if i took it off it, it floated because they're not all the same. They're like, you can't do the same exact modifications to them all and then float the same. Uh, that's a there's, great, there's really yeah. slight differences. I wonder why that is. Do you think it's because of the plastic they use now that it's not uniform? I'm not sure. I think they're just the way they're made. They're just really sensitive. So, you know, slightly different, just little slight changes. I mean, I don't really think it's anything major. Now you're going to make everyone who's tuned in to go buy two different jerkbait boxes, right? And yeah. have one jerkbait on and cast out 20 feet from the boat and work it and see if they like the way it works. And it'll go in the good box. And if it doesn't work the way they want, it goes in the bad box. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've bought jerkbaits that were just like not good. Like, I don't really know why. They just didn't run right. So, I mean, it could just be slightly different plastic or just slight different amount of plastic. Or the way it was molded in the mold. The mold. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it just, when you're spending 25 or $20 on a jerkbait, you'd expect them to be at least somewhat uniform, right? That's yeah. I mean, I, th I think before you do any modifications to them, they, I mean, they all work the same. Yeah. So. Fair, that's a fair point. Yeah. So. <laughs> I guess no. I'm the one messing them up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, have you tried it with like other colored jerk baits or just the was that GP Bro, Pro Blue? Uh, so Pro Blue is just kind of my favorite colors. I mean, it's kind of everyone's favorite color. But I've tried it with a few different ones. You want to hear something funny? I don't think I own one Pro Blue jerk bait. Really? Yeah. For <laughs> some funny. reason, 
up here, like in the Great Lakes, I don't know if you've ever fished up here or not, but our water is green. Yeah. And I feel like actually like the pro green ones work a little bit better up here than the really? pro blue pro blue for some reason, unless we go inland to like the more tannic waters and that pro blue really shines because yeah, blue and tannic water tends to show white. So yeah, it shows really good. So like colors up here would be like pearl albino work really well and anything that's got chartreuse in it or something that's extremely flashy foiled like um yeah i can't think of the name gg i think it's black shad deadly black shad that's probably gotcha. my favorite jerk bait up here it just omits a ton of light and they can see it from a long distance i yeah. don't own too many translucent jerk baits it's kind of crazy yeah i mean i don't know it's I don't really know how much like slight differences would have really changed how many fish I would have caught. Yeah. But I think just being able to work a fish for so long without, you know, just it sinking to the bottom and him just like a fish, just losing interest. I think that's the most important part. Yeah. I, I'm still caught up on the whole styrofoam deal that yeah, like almost slightly ingenious, right? Like, have you heard of anyone else trying to throw glue styrofoam out of the back of a bait? Like, have you tried it on anything else like crankbaits yet to make them suspend a little bit more? Because I wonder how I that would impact. Like, yeah, I mean, I haven't really messed it with any with any other baits. Um, one thing I did that was kind of funny is when I was at Gville, I found some fish on like a high spot and some brush piles, and they were sitting like I don't know, 10, 12 foot, mm -hmm. and I couldn't get down to them. So I I had the a jerk bait with styrofoam on the back, and I put one of those uh. I don't remember what they're called, like little lead strips on the bottom. Yeah. And I ended up sinking it. So I basically just reversed it. So I, I didn't feel like taking the styrofoam off because it's just like, well, you know, next time I throw it, I probably won't want it to sink. So I just stuck some lead on the bottom. And I don't know, I caught like most of my fish the last day off. There's like two brush piles in the high spot. Just all on the jerkbait sinking it. Oh my gosh. Well, I, but the classic when uh, Hank Cherry won there, he was talking about how he made the bait slowly sink yeah. as opposed to suspend or float. So yeah. he's actually doing the same thing, but you're sink you're trying to sink it like a rock. Yeah, I didn't want it to sink super fast because I still wanted to be able like to work them. Yeah, but I mean, I I had it sink just enough where I like after like thirty seconds it would be where I'd want it, and basically I'd get it to like uh, eight or nine foot, and they'd see it at like ten, twelve, thirteen wherever they're sitting, and they'd just tilt up a little bit and then you know you spark their interest and you can just start start working them all the way back to the boat i worked one from like 80 foot out all the way to like five foot under the trolling motor and he finally bit it It was like a three and a quarter spot oh my gosh that's it just pretty unreal. real so let me guess at this point you have three jerk bait rods on deck one standard right you have one styrofoam cup mod and then you have a styrofoam cup mod with a lead strip to sink it i i don't i'm kind of i don't know i i I probably will start doing that, but I kind of like to stick with something until, and just like work, work it until I think it's the best for what I'm doing. Kind of just like have one thing or like one version of something and just tweak it until I like, like what it's doing or like how the fish keep reacts it, to it. Keep it simple, modify yeah. it, but keep it simple. Yeah. I like that. I, I think the only thing that I really will like have two of the same thing is like a Domeki. Like I'll have like a, like a 16th and like a quarter. Yeah. So if I see one float and like four foot under the surface, I'll throw the light one at it. And if I see like 30 foot down, I'm not going to wait two minutes for my 16th ounce to Mickey to get down to him. Yeah. That's pretty counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, kind of, we're gonna wrap it up here and let you get back to college and everything, right? But because uh, I think we got the general basis of the modification down, which is yeah. awesome, and I, I want to thank you for coming on. But um, what is like your jerkbait setup? Because it seems like everyone these days has their own setup because of forward facing sonar and the way they want to work the bait. So like your rod reel gear ratio on the casting reel, or if you use the spinning rod, who knows? And then uh, fluorocarbon line, like what pound test? So I was just throwing a seven foot rod, just like a seven foot jerkbait rod with a uh, lose light. And it was a seven, five, one gear ratio. And I was throwing like 12 pounds on the line. I started with 10 and I was like, I don't really need this 10 pound line because I like I didn't need the extra depth, so I, I upped it to 12 tournament day, and that's why I got all the fish on. It probably helps slow it down a little bit too on the sink. Yeah, it's a little bit thicker diameter. Yeah, it does for sure. Oh man, that's awesome. I'm I'm totally gonna have to try this out. I might not do the split ring thing though, because that just <laughs> like a lot of work for my exhausted hands. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll mail you a couple of baits and have you do it for me. How's that? <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> yeah. no, the I, other day we had like I don't know, me and a couple of my buddies had like thirty jerk baits and like we were do we were doing traps and like literally anything we had trouble hooks. We were just tying tying braid split rings on them all. Love it. So. Oh, you put it on traps too, like the braids. Yeah, we were we we were exper- we've been experimenting with like all kinds of stuff: crankbaits, traps, topwaters. I mean, we we got them all set up. So uh, now, do you feel like you lose less fish because of the braid split ring? I, I think so. I mean, you just you have so much like, I mean, because I could take turn. this and just spin it yeah. for like three or four whole times before it stops. I mean, I just can't really do that with a with a normal split ring. So. Hmm. I like it. Well, Ryan, I appreciate your time, man. I yeah. um, I wish you the best of luck. I'm sure you got some derbies coming up here soon. And uh, yeah. best of luck in class and not thinking about fishing because as we all like to go fishing, right, it's all we th- can think about 24-7. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish you the best of luck in the studies. Wish you the best of luck the rest of the year. We'll be following, following along and watching and uh, go win one. All right, I'm going to try. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on, and thanks for taking the time, and we'll chat soon. All right, sounds good. All right, right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning into this week's episode here on the Lure Lab and talking about the Chick-fil-A styrofoam cup modification and everything else that you can do to a Vision 110 plus one junior. That's um, pretty sweet. For some reason, I thought it was the big plus one, but... The junior makes it even more exciting to mess around with because that's a size that I use a lot for the smallmouth up here in the north. So I think I'm going to have to mess around with this modification and report back to everyone and see how it works for our smallmouth. But if you are tuned in on YouTube, down in the description is the product list for all these baits that take you right over to Omnia. And then to check how you can type in Sirius 10 and save 10%. I'm not sure if it works on Megabass. I don't think it does. But if you're on MP3, please leave us a review for everyone who's tuned in. We appreciate that. It allows more viewers to see this podcast. And we just generally enjoy reading all the reviews that everyone leaves. And on YouTube again, if you're new here, hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment down below if you do any vision 110 or jerkbait modifications i love to hear them maybe even what your favorite color is and stay tuned for next week's episode and we will see you on saturday